All right, everybody, it is Saturday. Hello, Saturday. Episode 520. Don't give me that look. And it is June 4th. We are Kelly. I'm Kelly. She's David. And (laughs) we are still catching up from our COVID experience, but we're doing it rapidly. We're almost completely caught up. And today we have a really fun adventure of remarkable memories. And once again, I have to underscore, we don't do anything ordinary. And when you go out into the world with that perspective, with that attitude, the unusual and the out of the ordinary happened across your path, period. Wouldn't you say, Kelly? I would. I'm, I think when we leave the house in the morning or in the afternoon, we don't always have a clear sense of where we're going. We might have one or two things to check off a list, but um, we happen upon adventures, and this day was, uh, was exceptional. And I think we both have our favorite parts of the day. There were like I guess four major events that took place, whereas, you know, the average person, if they're lucky, has one event, and we had four. And the beginning was going out into Carmel Valley. I would say it was our breakfast, but we didn't really eat breakfast so much. Mm -hmm. We got a a bit of a late start and wound up at a place that I had initially billed as overpriced and understaffed. So why in the world would I continue to go there well just to see if things had changed and i would have to say that they they did uh the food was reasonable the staff were all over us they were very friendly this place is called the baja cantina mexican obviously food the weather was perfect it was warm it was a bit muggy it reminded i think both you and i of growing up on the east coast it was i mm-hmm. called it jersey weather you might call it massachusetts weather right mm-hmm. one and the same Mm-hmm. And do you recall what we had? Was that remarkable? I don't remember. I think I still feel full from the food. <laughs> I, I know I had a tostada that was laden with um, some marinated pork. It was delicious, but it was heavy. And I do recall that we only had one drink, remember? Yeah. We, we each ordered a drink, and it just seemed to never really drain. Right. We were yeah. kind of in slow motion, maybe from the day before. I get, well, it seemed like the Twilight Zone. It seemed mm-hmm. like I kept sipping and then it just yeah. wasn't going anywhere. Yeah. yeah. And we're like, you know what? We don't need a second drink. No, let's drive. But we did just that. We drove and our next stop, <laughs> which was just up the road for a drink, was <laughs> Karma Valley Village, which for those of you who are familiar with the area is, is a bit of a drive. And it was called the Running Iron. I wanted to expose Kelly to kind of the underbelly, the, dare I say, white trash version of this area that could be construed as bougie. I wanted her to see the real people, the common people, the blue collar people, the folks that, in other words, are my jam. Mm -hmm. And of course, when you walk into these places, you have to... Keep an open mind and expect the unexpected. We walked in with Daisy and we sat down and befriended a few people immediately and got our drinks. And the bartender was, oh, so amazing. I I wish I could remember her name. She was the bomb. Amazing conversation. Just an adorable personality. 
exactly what you would want from that type of environment, very relaxed and down to earth. And then within a few minutes, something entered the room that changed my <laughs> attitude a hundred percent. Kelly, do you want to give, because you're a master of description, explain to the audience what the fuck came through the front door and how your boyfriend completely changed in that moment. Oh, my boyfriend. Um, well, you know, typically when we're in kind of a divorce situation like that, which which it was, which I love too. I I spent a long time in Texas and, and there I think there was country music playing and mm. it just had that vibe of, of being very um, relaxed and casual. Down there were home, a, as we call it. A handful of patrons, <laughs> Maureen and Don. Wow, very good. Yeah. And um, there was one other gentleman at the end of the bar and as you said, we were engaged with um, the bartender. Until this um, thin man walked in with what I at first thought was just a really tall dog mm. um, or a really small horse. It was a, it was a <laughs> large, it was a big, it was a big animal. Um, and the situation was backlit, right? Because the sun right. was behind him. In the, in the them, small doorway. Yeah. In the small doorway. And... Um, come to find out that it was not a horse it also wasn't quite a dog because this creature was as we learned 97 percent wolf this thing was legit i was, was out of wolf. my skin it was feral oh it it had the most amazing features it was thin like Kelly described it doesn't look like the girth of a dog like Daisy was at least twice its girth <laughs> but maybe a tenth of its height and it had the big jawline the long snout it, it doesn't I mean people look at wolves and think oh they look like dogs they really no. don't a wolf doesn't no. really look like a dog no. it had that amazing wild eye it had gigantic paws its legs were more like horse legs yeah and it was the friendliest fucking um, thing ever was it though david to me it was well i, I was worried about daisy don don and uh maureen yep were really worried about daisy and, they were. and the wolf was interested in daisy the wolf yes. kept i don't want to say lunging but was very interested in daisy and the wolf's owner kept pulling it back yeah um, but it wanted to play. It definitely wanted to play. Because I it was a puppy. I wasn't. A, it was a puppy. It, it was shockingly. It was a puppy. It was just so massive, but still a puppy. But all it wanted to do was play. And it took. I think you were a little bit concerned. I put my hand out, and it took my hand in its mouth. Uh -huh. And I was like, "This is the best thing ever." I look back at you, and you're like, twenty feet away, and I'm like, "What's wrong?" I was so into this thing. It. I was on the floor with it. I yeah. was letting it lick my face. It I was running my hands through its fur, but it wasn't fur. It was no, just a real coarse, like patchy, yeah, hair. It was like hair. It was like I don't know. I, as you can tell from my excitement, I I just I'm not over it. No, I, I loved that thing. And Daisy was across the room and wanted nothing to do with the wolf. Yeah. I mean, Daisy had people looking out for her at first. She yeah. did go up to it and 
Unfortunately, all of the, the photos that I took are, are blurry because the animal was never really still. No, it was super always kinetic. in motion. And um, it was just really hard to take a clear picture. So yes, you were down with it, you were inter- interacting. But um, none of these pictures are really um, crisp and clear because there was a lot going on literally. Yeah, and it was just a joy to watch it eat. The owner ordered a, a rare, I mean, basically God. raw steak. Yeah. He was feeding it, was it prosciutto or? Yeah, some kind of salami. It was just meat, 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 yeah. meat, meat. There was no dog food involved. I just, I fell in love with it. Yeah. But enough of the wolf. As much as I bonded with the wolf, and I think that maybe some of it's spiritual because of my Native American background, I just, I can't, I can't tell you. I. That was, that was a remarkable moment. It was remarkable. To be I mean, in a in a bar and have a wolf right. walk in. <laughs> it almost sounds like a beginning of a stupid joke. Uh, yeah, it's not a country a bar song. And a, and a wolf walks in. No. Yeah, that was legit. No. Wolf walked in. But then after that, complete switch of gears. We went from the beautiful weather in Carmel Valley Village, a little bit humid, but just gorgeous sunlight, to Carmel Beach. And it was absolutely socked in, insulated by marine layer. But not cold. Not cold. That was the cool thing. That was that was great. Yeah. We sang, I think, five songs. Well, we recorded them live. But you were in them. Uh, <laughs> we recorded them live on Facebook, yada, yada. But let's fast forward to, I think, your favorite part of the evening, which was dinner. We went to one of my favorite places on ocean called... Demetra's. Want to yeah. explain what happened there? Yeah. Well, it, you know, it's, it's really hard to have one favorite part of a day like that. Um, I loved sitting on the sand on, in this like fogged in beach with you listening to you sing. And um, I didn't really quite understand what you were doing, posting the, you were not recording them. You were posting them live. Yeah. These performances. Yeah. yeah. Um, a little risky. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and I, we had a couple of beers and some chips that we had got at the like little oh, convenience yeah. store, right? Yeah, the little market there. Yeah. yeah. So I really like I wasn't starving, and I just assumed that we would go back to your place because it was the weekend, and you know, like we try to clean out the fridge before we go back to San Jose for the week. All true. Um, so I wasn't expecting to go out at all after that, but you said you wanted to have a proper meal. Proper. And, <laughs> and um, boy, did we. So this restaurant is super charming, very popular. Yes. We weren't sure we were going to get in. You, right. you found a parking space right in front and um, stepped inside to ask if there was any possibility of us getting a table. And not only did we get a table, we got a table, like a window seat. Oh, it was the the best table in the house. Yeah, it just worked out that way. That's how things work. And um, I'm still thinking about the food. Uh, But also the... um, the people that we met there, the the woman at the table next to us was like eyeing your food, and yeah. she had to have what you had because it was it looked amazing. And it, uh, the shrimp it and wasn't crab ch- ravioli, yeah. oh, yeah. in a pesto sauce. Yeah, which you would think at Dimitra's, which is obviously Mediterranean, I would go with my favorite genre of food, which is Persian. But I didn't. I, I 
I go there for that seafood platter. OMG. Yeah. I would never have ordered that, but I will next time. Yeah. Uh, but one of the most charming things about this restaurant is that the staff, many of them have musical talents. Yep. And um, so there happens to be this spontaneous outburst of musical performance while people are eating dinner. And before you know it, not only are David and I up and dancing, but the entire restaurant, with the exception of maybe three people, everyone was up on their feet. Older people. Um, a woman was holding a child. It, everybody was up, and yeah, staff electric. were coming back from, you know, out of the kitchen in the back, um, beating on drums. It was so much fun. And uh, in between songs, you know, we just go back to our table and, and eat, and then we got up again and did it again. It was, it was, it was an amazing. It day. is a hot spot. Yeah. And you may or may not remember this when we came in, because I know the proprietor. I walked in and I said, "Have you guys played yet?" And what did he say? Oh, that they were done for the night. But that they were done for the night. Yeah. That they had already played their set. That. The musicians were down to their sister restaurant wrapping up their last set at that restaurant. And I said, is there any way you could do another set? And within minutes, minutes, they were back at it. And I later thanked him properly after we left. After we had paid the check, I went back in and I gave him my significant debt of gratitude for making our evening what it was and you're right when when the music started we we popped up and everybody was looking at us like what's going on Mm -hmm. and it took a while for them to join us but after a while it was like everybody except um angry bunhead (laughs) (laughs) as everybody now knows we we label people by their look (laughs) he was not having a good day and so he chose to fold his arms and not dance but basically he and i guess one other yeah there was one other guy who refused to look up refused to look up he's like how dare you have music in my food eyes on the menu yeah his wife was up though these are what i Described to people and I have been for well over a year 520 episodes in mm-hmm. Of creating remarkable memories you mm-hmm. can do this mm-hmm. you you listen to these stories and you're like oh, Listen to this guy is just always having these remarkable memories and that's not my life. No, 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 no It's not like it just happens like what if I didn't ask? What if I didn't what if I what if I assumed that there was no table available? What if I just took no for an answer on the music? Mm-hmm. None of this would happen. So you just have to make this happen. Mm-hmm. You have the ability. So Kelly, guess what the homework is today? To make it happen? Bingo. <laughs> Take an ordinary situation, morph it into an extraordinary situation by using your fucking mouth. By using determination, by not accepting no for an answer. And if you still get a hard no, move on. That's your challenge for this next weekend. I want to hear back from you guys. Go into a normal situation. Make it abnormal. Make it cool. Make it remarkable. Make it something worthwhile because I guarantee you, as we're describing this last weekend, there's not much that you're going to be able to regurgitate about your last weekend. And this isn't a pissing contest. 
This is about making sure that at the end of your life, you have something to reflect back upon that's worthwhile, that, that gives you the sense that you actually lived your life. This isn't that hard. Just please do it. And you'll have time at the end of your day to... To fly your kite. But David, I have a question. What? Do we even read the gift of the day? The gift of the day was the call of the wild. And 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 it was because we were gonna tie together the story of meeting the wolf. Yep. And and and, and being on the beach and and dancing (laughs) and being wild. So so let's yeah. All right. So this is a new first. This is a remarkable (laughs) memory. Um right here, live and in person. In real time, our gift of the day is now the end of our podcast. It's part of the homework. There it was. Go be wild. Call the wild. All and right. Fly the kite. Fly the kite. Yako key, everybody. <laughs> oh.